0: And welcome to another episode of Listen Up. I am Mr. I. Remember that if you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, other places you get your podcasts, you will get updates every time a new episode is available. So go ahead and subscribe. This episode is yet another request from a student. Now, one of you asked me to talk about delicious foods that I have eaten while I'm traveling. And I've certainly eaten some very interesting, some really good foods when I've been traveling. And I've had a few experiences that were maybe not as not as great. I haven't had any really bad experiences, so that's good. I've had some experiences that were just maybe not, not the greatest. So maybe I'll share some of those. Um, so where's a good place to start? Well, let's start with Mongolia, because Mongolia, I've had both really good experiences and some less than wonderful experiences. Okay, Not bad, but just not not as great. Um, so let's start with the good. Booze, spelled B-U-U-Z. Now, booze are steamed dumplings. So in Japan, if you think steamed dumpling, think nikuman. Nikuman's a kind of a it's a big dumpling. Um, gyoza are also dumplings. Sometimes they are fried. Sometimes they are steamed. Um, so booze is a steamed Mongolian dumpling. Um, it's a lot like uh, jiao long bao, um, Japanese shorumpo, and booze are usually filled with beef or mutton. And the booze that I had were mutton. And they were good, really, really good. Um, but I also visited the Gobi Desert, way out in the desert, at Gobi Sabaku, way out in the desert. And the food in the desert wasn't as I say goods not the right word. It was it. So in the desert, the ingredients are very limited you have mutton you have uh, mutton and uh, yeah that's that's kind of it no there's all so because you have sheep you also have sheep's milk which means there's yogurt um, there's flour so you can make noodles uh, very similar to udon really you can have um, there's garlic garlic is one of the, the most common flavorings Mongolian food in the desert. Um, You have some salt, a little bit of salt, not a lot of salt. It's a little bit of salt. Um, Maybe some onions for vegetables. And that's kind of that was in my experience. That was kind of it. Um, So the food, like I say, it wasn't bad food, but the flavors. It's a very, very simple cuisine when you live in the desert. So everything kind of starts to taste the same. And by the time I got to the end of my trip in the desert, I was very, very tired of those flavors. I wanted something different. So I was very happy to go back to Ulaanbaatar, the the capital city, where I could have a little bit more variety and I could order booze again, because those were, like I say, those dumplings are really good. So. I suggest, if you have a chance, find some Mongolian booze. Really, really good. So what else? Um, what else could we talk about? Well, I have been to Taiwan, and I did get a chance to try stinky tofu. Now, I went to the big night market in Taipei, and there were lots of places to eat. You know, lots of food stalls. Um, so food stall, I guess, be yatai. In Japanese. Um, So, if you ever go to Taipei, you have to go to the uh, Shirin Night Market. Really good food. It's a lot of fun. Um, And you can try lots of different foods. And I did try the Stinky Tofu. And at least the version that I got, because almost every yatai, every single vendor, almost everyone had their own version of the tofu because it's very, very common, very well-known Taiwanese uh, food. And so I tried it. And like I say, the the version I got, I thought was actually pretty good. I liked it. Um, I'm sure that different versions I would probably not like very much, but For whatever reason, I I was lucky I chose a version of stinky tofu that I liked. Um, But I don't really remember much else about food in Taiwan. I'm sure I ate some other really good stuff, but nothing stands out in my memory. Now, I've also been to Vietnam, and in Vietnam, the food was also really good. Um... I probably had the best pineapple I have ever eaten in my whole entire life while I was traveling in Vietnam. So I I think I probably was, it was probably in Ho Chi Minh City, um, Saigon. And there was a woman on the, she was on the road, she was, you know, street food. There was a woman with a giant knife selling pineapples just right there on the street. So, you asked for a pineapple and she used her big knife and she would cut off the rind, right? The part the outside, the part you don't eat. And you would she would give you this giant pineapple on a stick. And I ate the whole thing and it was wonderful. I remember I still remember it was a great pineapple. I love pineapple. And I was very very happy to eat that. Um, so yeah, it, it, street food. A lot of the best food that I've eaten traveling is street food. Um, I remember it was in Hanoi. I got a really good bowl of pho, like P H O pho, pho, I guess the Japanese pronunciation of it. The the noodles, Jap, the Taiwan, sorry, Vietnamese noodles, and it was really good. Again, it was just this little... It was was a restaurant, but all the tables and chairs were on the sidewalk, on the street. Good. Really good. And let's see what else. Well, I guess also early in my trip in, in Vietnam, I was in Hanoi. And I went to a restaurant with a group of other travelers. We were all staying at the same hostel. And we went to a restaurant and some people decided... Let's try to order, there was a soup that had dog meat. And so, okay, sure, I'll try it. But it was a holiday season in Vietnam. So there was, they didn't have that dish. It was all sold out on that night. So I did not eat dog meat soup because, I mean, I figured it's something, I I like dogs as pets. I don't have one, but I, I like dogs. But in Vietnam- People do eat dog. Not every day, I don't think. I think it's a special occasion kind of food. But I thought, okay, I'm in Vietnam. I'll at least try it once. And we tried to order it, but we couldn't eat it. So I've never had dog. I don't know if I, I'm happy about that. Probably I probably better I didn't eat dog. But it wouldn't bother me to try one time in a place where that is common. So that was it. Yeah, that was Vietnam. And the last place I will talk about is India. And I love Indian food. Probably my favorite country for food. I, prob, maybe just all, oh, top, just period. I love Indian food. It's great. So going to India was very exciting for me for, for a lot of reasons. And I have a a couple of really good experiences eating in India. And so one was eating the street food again. Street food is great. I love street food. Even Japan, street food's great. The U.S., street food is great. India, I remember in Darjeeling, so in the mountains of India. I don't remember exactly the food, but probably like samosas and other little fried foods like that, very common for street food, right? Japanese street food, a lot of fried food as well. Um, But yes, samosas, things like that. And they were very good, it was just, we would like go out, sightseeing on the way back to the, the hostel for the night, pick up some street food, eat that, it was great. And let's see, what else was there? Well, biryani. Now, if you don't know what biryani is, it's it's kind of like fried rice, right? Japanese chahan. Um, it's not exactly fried rice, but it's 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 that's a good way to think about biryani. And biryani, I love biryani more than chahan, more than any other fried rice kind of dishes. Biryani is my favorite of those kinds of dishes, and it was wonderful to eat it in India eat the real version of biryani and so that was great and the last story I have about eating in India so it was near the end of my trip I was starting to get very tired um, because I was in India for I think 10 11 days about I think it was at least that long maybe longer close to two weeks maybe some, between 10 and ten and ten days, two weeks about that long. And I was getting very tired. so I it was it was still early for lunch. It was about eleven o'clock, but I needed a rest. I said, okay, I'm just gonna find this little restaurant that was in my guidebook and I go up. I'm the only person in the restaurant. like I say, it was still very early. I think the restaurant, had just opened for lunch. So I go in. I don't remember exactly what I ordered. Probably may have been biryani. might have been some sort of a curry dish. I don't remember exactly. But the waiter asked me, he said, do you want it tourist spicy or local spicy? And of course, I ordered it local spicy. I mean, I want the most authentic, the realest, experience of Indian food that I could have and it was so good I loved it Um, because I don't remember exactly what it was but I do remember that it was great and that's kind of it for stories about eating in other countries now to be honest I don't I don't think a lot about food when I decide where I want to travel it's never been a major, like, decision, like, it doesn't help me decide destinations, right? If the food is something I like, I mean, great, but if it's not something I like, it's it's not going to stop me if it's a place I want to go. I'm more interested in sights and experiences, right? I want to see beautiful places. I want to experience amazing things food is it it's a bonus i mean sure if it's if it's a place that has food i like great but it's not going to stop me from go if i don't like the food that's not going to stop me from going to a place right and i guess that is where i will end it today if you have any requests ideas for podcasts whatever you can find the request form uh, over on the website, which is bit.ly slash l-u-w-m-i. You can find links to all the episodes. You can find listening guides, listening quizzes, Twitter, you can find a Twitter link, or you can go straight to the Twitter at listenupwithmr.i. If you follow on Twitter, you can learn a little bit of history every day. And of course, you can send me uh, ideas, requests over on Twitter as well. And that is all for today. I'm Mr. I, and I'll see you next time.